Episode 20, Maintaining Healthy Habits During the War. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nechama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. Shalom and welcome to this week's episode. This week I want to talk a little bit about healthy habits, and we've talked about the importance of healthy habits, but I want to specifically discuss why maintaining your healthy habits during a war, during a stressful time, is so important. And I want to just refer to a resource that I will link in the notes of this episode that I titled Back to the Basics. And this is a series that I created after a long time that I was kind of off my game. I was unwell. And slowly, slowly, I was able to get back to some of the healthy habits that I had built. And I wanted to create a guide to help others who feel like they kind of got off track and wanted to slowly get back to those healthy habits. And the truth is that during stressful times, any kind of stressful times, I'm referring now to a war, but there are so many other examples of stressful times, whether it's an illness or even a good thing like a vacation um, or any kind of extenuating circumstances where our routines are disrupted, that's a time where our habits are kind of the first thing to go. And It's interesting because maintaining our healthy habits is actually a way in which we can reduce stress, we can improve our mood, we can improve our focus and productivity, Um, but that unfortunately is the first thing that we actually stop doing and that's why I want to kind of dedicate this episode to really talking a little bit about how we can get back on track, get back to our healthy habits, our routines, our schedules. Um, so that we can reduce this prolonged stress that many of us are experiencing. So let's start off by discussing some ways that we can maintain our healthy habits, even during a stressful time. So I think the first step that we need to kind of cover is identifying our unhealthy habits. And I know that I always uh, encourage everyone to focus on the positive, but In this case, I think it's really important to identify what are those unhealthy habits that maybe we're not so happy about, maybe have kind of led us down a path that we're not interested in going down. And this is really the awareness that I talk about um, in so many of my episodes, because if we're not aware of these unhealthy habits, then we really can't start the process of change. We can't talk about the healthy habits because we really need to identify what's been happening with us um, throughout this stressful time. So for some of you, it could be emotional eating, it could be drinking, procrastinating, kind of scrolling on your phone aimlessly. It could be obsessing about previous mistakes that you've made and kind of having that feeling of just being stuck and unable to move forward. It could be lashing out at loved ones, at friends, um, just not really being able to manage your emotional state. 
Um, it could be really just obsessing about the news and refreshing that page over and over again in an attempt to somehow take control of the situation. Uh, or it could just be negative talk, kind of spiraling in that negative mindset of what's going wrong and, and letting that kind of shadow your day in general. These are just some examples of some unhealthy habits that I've heard some of my clients bring up in sessions that I've talked about with friends. Some of the things that we're just struggling with, because at the end of the day, we are all experiencing varying feelings of pain, uncertainty, fear, anxiety. And when you have those feelings, many times our initial reaction is to want to avoid them. And if you kind of reference the list that I just mentioned, many of these actions are an attempt to kind of delay that emotional feeling. So if I'm feeling really sad and I reach for that cookie on the counter, in that moment, I feel happy, right? Because there's a chemical reaction happening in my body that creates a very temporary feeling of happiness. Of course, immediately afterwards, it subsides and then I'm frustrated that I made that decision and I still have all that negative emotion, but but it does help us understand why that's something that we're reaching for, right? If we're feeling anxious or uncertain, then we reach for our phones and we scroll and we somehow look at the news as an attempt to feel more in control of a situation that we feel is so much out of our control. Um, of course, that's in reality, that's not really what's happening and, and we don't really have much control over the war and the situation and the soldiers and, and the hostages and what's going on. Um, but, but it is helpful to kind of understand why we are kind of starting off with these unhealthy habits, how they're forming, why they're um, part of our lives. And again, the first step is to just identify them, call them out and create awareness around them. After we've done that, I think the second step is to create a realistic game plan. And by realistic game plan, I mean routines, schedules, um, that kind of incorporate more healthy uh, habits that we want to be incorporating. So deciding to take these unhealthy habits, perhaps address them by minimizing some of them, incorporating new habits that replace them. Um, but again, the, the important concept to understand here is that this has to be realistic. You can't just take what is and replace it magically with a new plan. You need to address the underlying issues that are going on here. And that's why I took a few minutes to explain what's actually happening in our bodies and why we're turning to these unhealthy habits. But in an attempt to kind of create a healthier routine and a healthier schedule, it's really important to kind of consider what are the more healthy habits that I want to now incorporate into my life, right? So when I get in movement, I feel like there's a release of endorphins. I feel better emotionally. I'm less inclined to turn to food. I'm less inclined to turn to alcohol. Um, and that's something that feels good in my body. So that's something that I would want to incorporate. I want to incorporate more fun in my week because everything feels heavy. And when I watch too much news, then I kind of get down and then my overall outlook is negative. So I want to do more fun things. I want to laugh more. What are some things that I can put into my schedule that would incorporate that? 
I want to eat healthier. So how can I set up my schedule so that I'm food prepping and I'm having the healthy ingredients that I want in my house? What can I do to kind of set myself up for success there? And then the key thing is to make it easy, to make it easy to get in your movement, to prep your food, to incorporate fun. So that's really something that is helpful to plan in advance. So even if you can come up with a list of 10 fun activities that you can do in a week, and then when you have an opportunity, just pick one thing from that list. If you have 10 easy meals that you can prep, come up with a menu beforehand and then just choose a meal that you want to make or even create a permanent schedule where you know what you're eating every day. The key is really to make things easy because when you're in a time of stress and you just have less bandwidth, less energy to plan and really go into detail, having things prepared in advance can make a huge difference. Another thing that I think is really important, and I kind of referred to this earlier, is to be super aware of your mindset. There are so many thoughts going through our heads during this time, and I just want to add the complexity of the feelings. The hostages are released, but only some of the hostages are released. They're women and children. What about the men, right? What kind of message is this sending to a terror organization, What does this mean about human life? What does this mean about safety? Hostages are released into the areas where we live, right? Palestinian hostages, um, sorry, Palestinian prisoners are released into areas that we live in. So what does that mean about our safety? Um, So many different complex feelings, emotions are coursing through our bodies at this time. And I think that the awareness here too about our mindset, about the thoughts that are going through our head are so important. And I know I've offered a concept, the concept of a thought download, which is essentially just downloading all the thoughts that are in your head on paper. And I think now more than ever, that is so important because we have so much going on in our heads. Um, Just to be aware, there are some days where we are feeling super negative, where there's just a lot of negativity that's coming up. And I think that that's something that we just need to be aware of and address it, not immediately change it because that's not always the way it works. Sometimes we just need to sit with it. We need to process it, really understand the complexity of emotions because it's so far from black and white. It's so complex. Um, And it has so many different layers, but when it's in our head, it's kind of all mixed together. And when we can get it out on paper, we can actually try to make some sense of all the different thoughts and, and understand and accept the fact that yes, we're happy on the one hand, but we're scared on the other hand. And that in some ways this deal was positive and other ways it was negative and be able to grapple with that because we are humans and things are not black and white. And I think that that gray area really helps us grow as individuals and it gives a certain legitimacy to whatever we're feeling. And I think that just that is worth the process of downloading our thoughts onto paper and really uh, gaining awareness there. Um, The next thing that I just want to offer is that I think that it's really important to stay connected to your why and the long-term reason 
or reasons uh, for why you're you're doing all of these uh, healthy habits, why you're incorporating them in their in your life. Because in the moment, I think that it can feel really hard. It can feel really hard to get in your movement, to eat healthy, to get started with your morning routine, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, whatever those healthy habits are for you. Um, but I think that when you stop for a minute and you remind yourself why you're doing this, what your long-term reason is, it's a lot easier to stick with it. And it kind of brings you back to the here and now. Um, and that could be anything. It could be improving your mental well-being. It could be reducing your feelings of stress and anxiety, improving your mood, or even just having like a happier outlook on your life. Whatever it is, those bigger reasons, your bigger why of why you're doing that, of why you're doing these healthy habits can really help you stay committed and stay consistent even during a highly stressful time. So I encourage you to even like take a minute and remind yourself, write it down. Why am I doing this? Why am I eating healthy? Why am I exercising every day? Why am I taking the time to journal? Why am I writing in my gratitude journal? Like, why am I doing all of these things? Not just because it's good in the moment. And keep in mind that some of the things that we do have immediate benefits, but a lot of the things we do are building for the future. They're building for our long-term results. And I think reminding ourselves on a consistent basis why we're doing things is so important. I think that we just forget. Um, And that's why in my coaching sessions, it's actually something that I try to do on a regular basis to pause, pause the coaching every few sessions and remind my clients why they're doing what they're doing, because it's hard and it feels grueling some days and you don't want to do it some days. But really being able to say why I'm doing this and and connect to it deeply will be or can be the thing that will get you to stick with these healthy habits. The other thing that I think is really important to keep in mind about healthy habits is that you have to be patient with yourself. Healthy habits are building. They're building neural pathways in your brain. It is a process of building one block on top of another. And until you get to that point where you're doing these healthy habits on a regular basis and they just feel like a thing that you do, it takes time. And even when you have established a routine, and that's what this podcast is for, for those of you that have been doing these healthy habits for a while, as you can see, it is very easy to get off track and to stop doing those habits, even if there's something that you've done for a really long time. So I think just being patient and understanding that this is a process and that it really does take time, that you can get off track, but that you can also get back on track because the beautiful thing about building neural pathways in your brain is that even when they're covered with other unhealthy habits, underneath all of that are still those initial building blocks that you built and your brain recognizes them and it is more easy to get back into it. I know for me, since this war started, I think my morning routine is the first thing that kind of went because I was listening to the news first thing in the morning. It kind of got me into this rut. I wasn't able to then do the exercise and the prayer that I wanted to do. And it just, everything like just didn't feel right. Um, And once I was able to stop 
and kind of acknowledge those negative habits that I have created. For example, listening to the news first thing in the morning or reading the news, I should say. Um, and kind of what I wanted in terms of healthy habits, how I wanted to start the day, I really was able to reroute, get back on track and reinstate my morning routine so that I could start off my day properly. And that impacted my entire day. Um, and finally, I just want to offer the reward system because I think that rewards are really important when it comes to habits. And like I said before, certain rewards are immediate, right? When you work out and your endorphins are released and you feel this high in your body, that's an immediate reward. You feel amazing in your body. You feel good. You may feel depleted, but there's like that feel good um, vibe in your body that's coursing through your body. Other healthy habits, I would say, are a little bit less obvious, right? If you're eating healthy, for example, that is something that, you know, maybe you don't quite see the results right away. You don't see the benefits to the different organs in your body. Um, if your goal is weight loss, you may not see weight loss right away. Um, I do see with my clients that that as you start to eat healthier, you also have higher energy levels, etc. But But that takes time. It's not an immediate result that you're going to feel after a meal. Um, so I think that some of those healthier habits um, do take time, but I think that finding a way for you to reward yourself and whatever reward that may be um, is really important as you go along the process. So to just really like give yourself those small, whatever it is for you, um, I don't even, I'm trying to think of some examples that are coming up, but um, I know for me, when I finish like a workout program, I get myself some new like workout gear and that's really exciting for me or a new water bottle, right? As you're working on your water goals or whatever it is that will bring you joy and help you continue uh, to work on these healthy habits, I really encourage you to do it um, because it it's incentivizing. And I think that Yes, you can say that the work that you're doing incentivizes you to continue, and in some cases that's true, um, but I, I really want you to view these healthy habits as the core elements of your growth and really being able to invest in yourself and invest in what you're doing, invest in you, um, and be able to understand that this is important. It's important and worthwhile, and not to put yourself down when you kind of feel like my day didn't go as expected. I didn't incorporate those healthy habits that I wanted to, but to really approach it with from a place of compassion and love and just to understand like we're on a journey here. We have this awareness that we're working on. We have this realistic game plan that we're working on implementing and creating. Um, and the way that I view this is just as an opportunity to notice where we're kind of off track and where we want to get back on track and then to just decide, I'm doing this. I'm getting back to the basics. I'm doing the things that I know help me lead a healthy lifestyle. They help me feel good and vibrant and alive. Um, and, uh, you know, again, this is going to happen. This is a challenging time right now. And you will have other challenging times in your life. That's just the way our lives are. But you have this skill 
And you have this ability to get back to the basics and to pause and say, wait, I feel like I'm off track and I want to get back on track. Here's what I need to do. Um, And that's what I hope that I've offered you here, kind of a roadmap um, to get back to that foundational uh, establishing of these healthy habits. And like I said before, I'm going to link the resource that I mentioned that I created um, in the notes so that you can take a look at it. And it covers, you know, water and food prep and meal planning and movement and morning routine and evening routine and reducing stress and all of the things that are so important to any time that you feel that you're off track and you want to get back on. Um, And that's the beautiful part of life. Whenever you feel that you are going in a direction that you don't want to be going in, whenever you feel like you've kind of lost your way a little bit, you have the opportunity to reroute, to get back on track. Um, And I think this is true with our habits and I think it's true with our religion and I think it's true with our relationships and everything in our life. Every day that we are gifted in this world, we have an opportunity to decide to make a change and to do something different and to create the life that we want. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nechama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you, and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you up-level your life, then reach out today. Visit NechamaWeiserCoaching.com for details.